It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon. It's Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. And if it's the first time you're joining my show, thank you. And my accent is French. Um, I want to do a shout out to somebody very special. Sent me an email. Her name is Amanda. And uh, here's what she said. She said, I'm too shy to call in, but I want to tell you about my dad. He's a garbage man. He works rain or shine, and I ride along with him every Wednesday night and will listen to you. If you could please thank the men and women that keep our street clean, I would appreciate it. Not only I will do this, I will do it in French for your father and everybody that works with him. Merci beaucoup. Merci, merci beaucoup. Thank you very much for keeping our, our street clean and for taking care of us. Thank you very, very much. Merci beaucoup, Amanda. Thank you for listening with your dad to the rendezvous. And now, if you have a questions about you love life, call me 855-905-8255. You have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paulina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Paulina. So I understand you have a question about you and the man you online dating with. How can I help you? Yeah, you know, um, we've been talking uh, basically, you know, video chatting, FaceTiming um, once a week. And, you know, I want him to make the first move uh, to maybe talk more or, you know, take a walk or something. But I want him to ask me. I don't know how to get him to do that, to make the first move. Okay. So when you say first move, so because you feel like you're always the one initiating in the calls, you're always the one initiating everything, or you yeah, feel it's pretty fifty-fifty. Yeah, I feel like I'm a, yeah arranging the time. Oh, let's say when we when we talk, when we chat. So I text. He's really responsive, and yeah, and we you know he doesn't miss the scheduled appointment. There's only one way to do this called distance. So um, don't ask him to talk again. Stop, and then. He'll come back to you ASAP. And if he doesn't, then you're not wasting your time. But I bet he will. So every time you want to put a re-equilibrium in a relationship, all you got to do is step back. And he's going he's gonna to immediately feel, maybe I should reach out first. So that's my strategy. Always one step back and stand by and see if he reaches out to you and start being the one initiating the phone calls, the communication and everything else. Put him in a position to make a choice, not just to say yes. Make a choice to organize everything, make a choice to move forward, make a choice to talk to you, but I would like you to step aside, okay? Okay, sounds great. <laughs> it's the only way, nothing else works. Step Thanks. aside and he's gonna miss you and wonder why have I not heard from Paulina yet? That's what's gonna happen. I'm a little nervous about that, but I'll definitely try. It's the moment of truth. If he doesn't do it, then you're not wasting your time and he's not that into you. But he, I think he's going to do it, so don't worry. Oh, great. Thank you. All right, Paulina, have a good night. Thank you for calling. Good night, Simon. Have you ever experienced the power of the distance in a relationship? Let's talk about that. It's very important. Next. Have you ever been wondering, you know, you have an argument with your partner and things are not easy? Uh, he doesn't seem or she doesn't seem to understand you, you feel that no one is listening, 
and uh, things are not evolving the way you want, or you, you try to guess what your partner wants or do not want, etc. What is the solution? And it's always the same. Please mark my word. Distance. If you want to know how somebody feels about you, step back. Because if the person misses you, you will hear from them very soon. And if they don't miss you, then why would you want to spend time with somebody who's not into you, right? So distance is the moment of truth. I'm going to tell you how I've learned this the hard way, so you don't have to now. My story is next. So how did I learn the power of distance, stepping back in a relationship? It's because when I was, I think, maybe 18, 19, in love with a wonderful and charming French woman from my university. And uh, I felt I was not going through, you know, with what I was saying. And I was frustrated with her. I didn't know if she loved me or not. I, you know, I felt like I was doing all the work. And then my wonderful therapist said to me, instead of guessing, instead of wondering, step back, stop calling. I said, what do you mean stop calling? You know, I want to talk to her. He said, no, 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 no. Give her the space to make up her mind. If she misses you, you are in a good position to talk. And if she doesn't call you back, well then, why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Since then, it has never failed me. When you want to know something about your partner, want to know how he feels, step back. It's all there. Other questions? Call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassidy. Bonjour, Simon. So, uh, what's going on between you and your partner these days? He's a little bit on edge? Um, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on. So, he works as a massage therapist, and I kind of wasn't comfortable with that already to begin with. You know, it's it's kind of a weird job, very physical. I'm a little insecure, and I'll admit that, but he's been acting weird about work. And so, yesterday, he got a message from a coworker, and it was very odd, and and random and it, it kind of came out of nowhere and I don't know if anything's going on or how to address this without coming off as controlling and like I'm, you know, grilling him. Yeah, um, I'm going to help you. Uh, Cassidy, how long have you been with this man? Four years. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you love him? A ten, absolutely. Okay. Uh, how much do you need him in your life? I'd say a ten. How much do you trust him? Maybe a five. Oof. <laughs> it's not that I... He, he's lied about little things. Such as? Give me an example of his white lies or little lies. Um, it, it's things like... It, it could be even something as small as, did you take the trash out? I mean, I can see the trash, I can see it's full, but he lies about it for some reason. Okay. In your intuition... In your intuition, do you think he has ever cheated on you? No. Okay. Now we have cleared that. Maybe, maybe you like to torture yourself a little too much with this. So he gives you the reason because with little lies. But if you think about it, without trust, there is no chance for relationship. So I get it. There's little lies about the trash about this. But he has never cheated. You love him. You need him. Can you please give him a break? Wow. <laughs> okay. Or, option two, 
Option two, because you, you don't trust him, you fight him every day about little lies, and you will break up soon because you'll have enough and you'll have enough. No, you're right. You're right. So, and as, as much as his little lies add up, my little poking and prodding adds up. And the last thing I want to do is, is push him to a place where he doesn't want to be with me and where it's not worth it. Exactly. All right. So we give him a break <laughs> this time. We back off a little bit. Yeah, exactly. All right, Cassidy, thank you so much for your call. Be strong and enjoy this relationship. Thank you so much. Have you ever considered why sometimes it's better to give a big break than to fight with your partner? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, you're in a committed relationship or you're married and partnership and so on, and your partner does something, you know, annoying, and you want to show them that you're right, and you've been talking about this for, for a long time, nothing ever changes, and then you thought option two, I let it go. I don't want to argue. I want peace in the house. And this is the why. Because we have one life, one way, not a round-trip ticket for life. Therefore, more and more I believe in giving breaks, except in ping-pong, but that's a different story. But when it comes to relationships, give each other breaks. There is the what I call the essential rules. No cheating, no stealing, no, no, no abusing, of course, all of that. No breaks. But for small things, little arguments, give as many breaks as you can. Peace in the house. And now a true personal story to illustrate my point is coming up next. So, full disclosure, in my 20s, it's a long time ago, I was kind of Mr. You, you know, know it all. Mr. I'm right, Mr. You don't know anything in relationships, right? So, I remember that I was dating this lovely woman, and she was very easy breezy. So, she really mind my tyrannic attitudes until she did. Until she was tired of me always wanting to be right, always being controlling. And she dumped my derriere, like an old sock. And then my shrink told me, said, Simon, give breaks. Who cares to be right or wrong? We have one life. Next time you meet a lovely woman, give breaks. Sometimes you're wrong. Confess and move on. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I really believe in the power of giving breaks to each other. That's how we keep peace and love in the house. Your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. You have a doubt, a question, don't doubt anymore. Please call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kylie. Bonjour, Simon. So, I understand you have a question about your situation uh, with somebody uh, for me. What's the question? My question for you tonight, Simon, is that I'm dating someone new and my partner has um, a child from a previous relationship. I've never dated someone who has a child before and I was wondering if you could guide me on how to introduce myself to his son. Uh, I don't really know how to go about doing that and also how do I reassure my partner that I want to be a part of his son's life? Okay. So, first of all, how long have you been with your partner? Um, about two years now. Two years. So, I assume you guys are exclusive. Yes, absolutely. Okay. In your intuition, what is your partner expecting from you when it comes to his child? Well, I think that 
you know, we, we both have the same expectations moving forward that we want to, you know, ha- have a family together, but we're both children of divorce. And so we want to make sure that we don't have any negative, you know, a, a impact on our, the child, you know, going forward. And so I think that that is the expectation at the moment. I understand. And how old is the kid? Eight years old. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, kids have a great sense of the truth and acting. They can immediately sense who's real and who's not. My advice to you is to be yourself, 100%. Don't try to make a good impression or bad impression. Just try to be you. Because the more you are you, the more the kid will be at ease. Kid sense fakeness. Immediately. So, my advice is be the charming you you are, number one. So don't worry so much about the first impression. And then include the kid in the plans of the future. So when you talk about you know, future with your partner, you always include mm-hmm. his kid in the plan. And that will make him feel good. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That really helps because I think that's exactly what I needed. I, I worry so much about you know, the first impression or... Oh, no. Listen... I, yeah, it's a, it's about, you know, being true to yourself. It, yeah, oh, 100%. You. Kids, it's not it's not a date where kids are like, hey, you know, is this person likable, friendly, or are they fake or exaggerating? Kids, are, you know, say the truth comes from the kids, but it's one reason. They sense us so well. So yeah. no pressure whatsoever. You are you, easy breezy, and then it's it's it, the relationship is built, you know, little by little, not all at once when you first meet. Thank you so much. Yeah, I try too hard sometimes, I think. <laughs> I can tell. Okay, got it. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Oh, gosh. I need to go to my Instagram DM ASAP because somebody's boyfriend is getting on their nerves big time and they want to know what to do. So I'm going to go to that Instagram DM next. So listen to this. I've got this Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. That's my address from Leanne who goes... Bonjour, Simon. My boyfriend is seriously getting on my nerves. I do all the cooking, all the cleaning, which is okay, but when I ask him to help me, he just tells me that I do it so much better than he does that he doesn't need to do it. It's getting to be a lot, and I need him to help me. So, Simon, how can I get him to pitch in? Oof, I got an answer for you, Leon. How do you get your partner to do more chores in the house? I'm going to tell you that next. Stay with me. So if you have the same problem, then Leanne, listen up. She has a boyfriend who's getting on her nerves big time. She does all the cooking, the cleaning, which she says it's okay. But every time she asks him to help, he goes that she does it so much better than him that it's better he doesn't get involved. So she goes, how can I get him to pitch in? Well, listen, the French have started something called demonstration in 1789 against the king. And it worked. So here's my advice. Don't do a thing more. Let the house be the biggest mess until he says, what's going on, honey? I I don't understand. And you look at him and say, what's going on? We go 50-50 now. Oh, I don't do anything anymore. Sharing is loving. Sharing is caring. But you got to do the demonstration, okay? Trust me, it works. (laughs) You call that next on The Rendezvous. You want to share her love story with me? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Daniela. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand you have a unique kind of agreement <laughs> with your partner. What this is about? 
so basically, I'm very type A. I like to have things planned. I like to know what's happening when. And my partner is more spontaneous and kind of likes to, you know, take it as it comes and be spontaneous and, you know, go on little adventures. So what we do once a month, um, we alternate months, is like on his month, he'll put a little heart on our shared calendar. So I will know that that day is our date day. And I won't make any plans, but then he can kind of be spontaneous and have adventures that aren't planned. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun and romantic. And it I doesn't drive me crazy because I know that that's coming. But it's kind of fun mm-hmm. for both of us in that, you know, I don't have to have control of it, which is hard for me to let go of. But once we do, like, we have amazing adventures that lead into things we never could have planned. I like it. I like it. And how does that make you feel? You know, it, it's really freeing for someone like me because I, I, I so like to control things and plan things. Um, so for me, it's really, I feel like I can breathe more on those days that he plans things. I feel like I can kind of just relax yeah. and trust that something's going to happen. It's going to be amazing. And I don't have to drive the ship. I like that. Listen, I can tell in your smile, in your voice, that makes you really happy. And I, I'll, I think he's doing, this is a great tradition you've started. So I like that. Daniela, thank you so much for sharing that story with me tonight. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I want to finish the show with a key question for you. If your partner's ex kept reaching out to them during quarantine because they were lonely, would you be okay with them talking or not? Let's talk about that next. If your partner's ex kept reaching out to them during quarantine because they were lonely, would you be okay with them talking or not? And I want to know what you thought. You know, I always like to know what you think. So I posted that question on my uh, social media account, at Rendezvous Radio, which I invite you to join immediately. Uh, So here's the result of that question. 84% of you said, nope, that's not cool. If my partner's ex reached out, even if she's lonely, they shouldn't be talking. 16% of you said, sure, that's harmless. If my partner's ex reached out to them during this quarantine, I'm okay with it. Well, I am totally okay with it because I think it's one for all, all for one. And I think that in tough times, it's not about, you know, jealousy, insecurity or exes. It's about us, humanity, reaching out together, staying strong together. And if somebody's lonely and I can help them or you can help them, please, a little talking is not going to hurt me. That's just me. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.